Theorising that one could science ramble within his own lifetime, Dr Nick Evans stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself trapped in a shed, facing facts and opinions that were not his own, and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. His only guide on this journey is Steve, an academic from his own time, who appears in the form of a pedant that only Nick can see and ignore. And so Dr Evans finds himself leaping from paper to paper, striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping each time that his next grant will be from the EU. Um, guess what happened to me the other day? This is the third time we've tried to do this, <laughs> listeners. We failed. What happened to you the other day, Steve? I do not know you woke up, went to work, brushed your teeth, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's, that's all that happened. That's what the story exactly was. Okay, carry on with okay, your story. Um, no, I was, I was writing a grant, and I, I, uh, was kind of, I was there, I was like writing something, and, and I thought, oh, I've probably, I feel like I've written something like this before, and I wanted to try and find it. So I found, I realised I had a load of papers in storage in a cupboard, uh, downstairs from so where my write, flat is. What? So I'm writing a grant and I, I just wanted you're to get access to some it. old. Some so you're just doing the usual of just cobbling together the same cobbling old thing. Shit. Exactly. And you thought, this sounds familiar. I've written it a thousand times before. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did. And you thought, where did I write it? And then you thought, I wrote it on a it, piece of paper. No, somewhere. but it wasn't the thing I've written a thousand times before, but I had written something like it before and I wanted to kind of, ah, oh, that was good. So I wanted to go find it. So anyway, it's in a storage cupboard downstairs. So it was, um, it's about Why is three it in o'clock. a storage cupboard downstairs? Because I just put it in storage because I hadn't used it for a while. Right. And it was just, I knew there was a load of papers. papers. Yeah, there's a load of papers. You don't strike me as the sort of person who would keep. Norm- normally I don't, uh, but this was this was a bit different. So anyway, I was like, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. It was just after New Year, so there was no one about, right? Um, right. In because in, I live uh, at the moment, I'm staying in college in 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 Cambridge, and so went down, uh, went into this cupboard. Is what, it like? Sorry yeah. to interrupt. Yeah. Are you you know when it's you're there mm-hmm. as a person in the student college yeah. in the holidays. Is it like Jack Nicholson in The Shining? <laughs> no, you, no, because there are people do there. Do you walk around and, like, 
I don't know, talk to yourself? No, no, Say no. things repetitively? Do type they, things out? As, um, it sounds like you were doing that because yeah. you're writing out the same thing again and again and again. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> it might be more closer. It's and it's like, like your life. Too much work and no play, play makes Steve, Steve a dull, dull boy. boy. Anyway, sorry, Steve. I was just digressing yeah. there. Okay. So you, you, the paper, in, you're in the, so, so the cupboard uh, so I mean <laughs> collecting your papers. Yeah, so I had some annotated... Uh, journal articles that I'd written and that's yeah. why I wanted to get them because it wasn't just about reading them I was like in the back of my mind I was like I'd read this before and I wanted I, I had an argument in my head so I went downstairs opened the cupboard went in found the papers went brilliant found it went to go out opened the door locked in Nick door wouldn't open door was locked and what? I had this I had this little moment, right? So Hang on a minute, but it's so not like one of those things you let, can just turn. No, let me describe for you the room. <laughs> so the room was like, it's it's right on the main street in the middle of Cambridge. <clears throat> um, but it's like... What just, the room is? Yeah, the room's an old... If you imagine if you walked into like an old building, sometimes there'd be like a little like window on the side for like a porter or somebody, a little receptionist person just to be in. It was a bit like that room, but no, it wasn't being used. Hang on a minute. So it was a do- there's a door directly off the street into no, a no, cupboard? No, 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 no. There's a door in the le- that lets the... That if you imagine walking into a building, like a reasonably kind of like big building, uh, so there's a big door, and then either side of that door, there's like a separate little cupboard where people, someone might be sat, you know, little to, to oh, kind yeah, of see yeah, what's yeah. going on. So you walk into like a little foyer, and then there's a little door. Exactly, off it. but they don't use it as that. It's not it's disused now. But they stay. They use those little cupboard, those little cupboards on the side, yeah, as storage, right? yeah. which is where some of my storage stuff was in there. Right. So, so I'm so it's a room about probably two meters by one meter. And I've walked in and I've just like this. <laughs> it's pretty small then. <laughs> yeah, it's quite claustrophobic. <laughs> had a jumper on too. So did you, how did you get in then? You unlocked it. So I had a key. You unlocked the door. Unlocked the door. Walked, walked in, in. Door closed behind me. D- handle wouldn't turn. Oh my God. Right? And so I'm there and I just had this little moment. I'm like, what, what am I going to do? So I was like, I had this little moment where I was like, it's a bit like I presume what happens when you have the uh, the zombie apocalypse. I was like, well, let's take a, I took a, took a, um, like sit rep. What equipment do I have to help, to help me get out of this situation? Like MacGyver. Like MacGyver, exactly. So I'd, I had, I didn't have my phone. Or the 18, that's a bit more, what, yeah. a bit of a better analogy. Yeah, 18's only 20 years out of date. Are you Murdoch? Uh, uh, yeah, of course. Face. <laughs> um, no, uh, so I was like, uh, so I didn't have my phone. I didn't have, all I had was a set of keys because I just, popped down for two minutes to the storage cupboard just to get didn't have didn't have shoes on even I was just wearing my socks and I I don't get so the key it's one of those it's like a modern Yale key it's not like a old school no it's a it's a it's a a mortar lock but the but the handle didn't turn the spindle in the lock to let me out shit yeah So it was just rotating freely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I had this little moment and I got up on, as I was like trying. So what I found is that one of the was windows. Was it dark in there? It was getting dark. <laughs> so there is a window to the outside. There was a window to the outside. Right. Uh, but to, it the, to the foyer area? No, to outside onto the street. Oh, so the, if someone was in the foyer, they wouldn't see you? No, no, because it's all frosted glass. So, 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 no, so you were so, like a so little like, face <laughs> with hands. Yeah. Like help, looking, help me, please! <laughs> and no one was walking past, and I was getting all stressed out. Well, did like, you oh. did you try and alert anyone then? On the I street? tried. I said I tried, but no one, no one was because it's because the, the, help, o- help. the only window <laughs> is like a tiny little, really <laughs> high window that no one else can see. <laughs> so this is me with my tiny little fingers, like pulling myself up, trying. <laughs> <laughs> trying if I can find someone to go, oh, help, I'm stuck in a cupboard. For what? Yeah. Um, so I didn't have my phone with me, so I couldn't uh, ring up for anyone to ask for help. And so I was oh in this cupboard, God. mate, for for an hour. An hour? An hour. No one walked past. And for I th- an hour? I had my keys. I was like, I it's th- not a, the street's quite quiet then, I guess. It's quite quiet. And also exactly. you're, you're, they can College. only see the slit of your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> they can just hear some person going, oh, hello. 
Um, I tried one of the windows was like. Um, so there was another window. The, the, no, the window that lets onto the street was probably just big enough to fit a human through, but there was oh, glass right. in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the glass had been like screwed down. So I was like, can I use the key I have as a as like a makeshift screwdriver to undo? Couldn't do that. Oh couldn't do that. God. I was like, can I force it? I was like, I bet I can force it. Smash it? Yeah. Well, I was about 30 seconds away from smashing it after really? I'd been in there for an hour. Oh, my God. Because uh, I had, like, a really important phone call you, for a meeting. I think I'd be more concerned with, like, dying rather than, <laughs> like, an important fucking phone call, to be honest. Well, I wasn't going to die, was I? I was just in a cupboard. Well, you were you uh, obviously in a good place. Um, I think I would have But I, 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 had, I had a little panic when you I couldn't get out. think about the air running out in there. No, because there was a little window. <laughs> I could yeah, probably get really going to hypoxia. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so anyway, I was like, okay, Steve. So I, so I, I managed to unscrew the um, the handle. The door handle. The door handle. But I, as I was doing it, what I didn't want to do is if, I'd gone, if I went too fast, the spindle that's in the handle would like mm. fall through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I'd be yeah, totally yeah. fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like being like super careful. Because after an hour, I was like, Because oh. presumably if anyone came to the door. They could just let me out straight away. Oh, no they problem. could. So it was unlocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unlocked, but they can, it, that would have been fine. Yeah. So I was like carefully undoing the spindle like a safe breaker. Right, you know, after I've been, and then suddenly, and then I, what I managed to do is, as it came out, as I took the handle off, I managed to be able to like wedge it so I could turn the spindle, and the oh. door just like opened out, and it was oh just like like I was reborn. God. Nick um, didn't finish the grant though because I was all stressed. I had a beer after that. I'm not <laughs> surprised. Well, an hour in a cupboard is going to do that to you, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, so I like what's to, I like the lesson think, you like to learn. Well, the take lesson away, is, what do you is take that, you know, away? I really think you know, uh, academia is about. Uh, being uh, refined, sophisticate all the time about leading, you know, a kind of learned life, and I and I found that you know, sometimes every once in a while you have to get knocked down and locked in a cupboard for a while <laughs> just to recognise you're a human being. Anyway, shall we um, talk about some science rather than me in a cupboard? Why do we need? So, I want to talk about glass. So, glass is a transparent, solid-ish material. Just, I mean, before we get into it, right, I just want, this is going to sound like I'm an idiot, right, but just think how weird it is that glass, nearly everything we know doesn't transmit optical light, but glass does. Isn't that weird? That like light water, go, water light, transmits light. light goes through, but solid. I mean, and it, it's you know like what what kind? It's I mean, with the exception of things like quartz, right? What other material can you think of? Every material you've thought about on Earth, nearly every of them stop light. Isn't plastic, that weird? Plastic. Some plastic. See through plastic. Not all plastics, but some. Yeah. Some plastic. Um, yeah. What else? Isn't it weird? Yeah, no, no metals. Okay, on from uh, isn't it weird? I'm, I've actually got some science here. But yeah, no, it, I, I, I know that that is, a, um, that is an interesting fact, but probably it's used so much by virtue of that very fact. Indeed. It's one of the few things that everyone uses glass windows. You yeah. don't really get any other type of windows, do you? Really? They're all made of glass. No. Have you heard that story about glass in old buildings being thicker at the bottom than at the top? Yeah, it's not true. No, it's not. No. no. But it, it is true that it's not a crystalline. So yes, yeah, flows slightly. Well, well, it much it slower. Very slowly. So, so the way we normally tell if something crystalline or not is we shine X-rays through it, and if it's if it's defined in a regular array, yeah. that that light is diffracted, and so you get what's called an X-ray diffraction pattern. Glass is amorphous. It is, yeah. So you can make you can make crystalline silicon dioxide, um, mm. but you generally don't. Anyway, I don't want to bog us down in that 
the uh, chemistry the boring chemistry the boring chemistry yeah <laughs> anyway what are you going to say right so you know if you took a hammer take your car right you smash I'm, the I'm glass gonna take, i'm going to take a car i'm, I'm going to smash the side window and the front window right. in your glass of, of your of your um uh car what happens when you smash the side window it will shatter it shatters into those little cubes tiny little pieces little cubes yeah tiny yeah. little cubes and yeah, then you yeah. can pull someone out yeah and if you smash the front well it's it toughened so that it just sort of cracks shatters a bit it shatters, but, you don't, but it doesn't form those little cubes right are they cubes inside you know, so if you smash it's a pint of... glass it all just it all just smashes into the tiny cubes it doesn't shard it doesn't form those big shards that kill you at the end of ghost get the kill patrick Swayze. doesn't it no so if i smash that window we're looking at the window in my flat now if we smash that single pane glass it will form long shards of glass oh yeah right? yeah yeah right you know that you could cut yourself off yeah yeah whereas if i smash this pint glass on the table here it would form little cubes really yeah yeah, yeah. we can do it afterwards if you want you ever seen the pint when you smash a pint glass it doesn't form long pulp sharp bits does it well i don't know the glasses in my i broke one quite recently and it definitely formed okay well maybe yeah. you bought really cheap ones possibly yeah, yeah so anyway but i know about the car yeah. windows i've definitely definitely uh, you're with me on the car windows right yeah. so so one of those things is called tempered glass, and one of those is called annealed glass, right? And the tempered yeah. glass is the one that forms these little cubes, and the annealed glass is the ones that form these uh, long, sh like, shards. So the question is, how does it work? Tempered meant sort of heated in a particular way. Uh, that's kind of true, but why do you think it? Why do? Why would that give rise to forming little cubes versus versus uh, long shards? Of I glass? don't know. There's areas of weakness that run through it. It's not totally homogenous. It's really cool, right? So when you make glass, right? <laughs> right. So this is insane, right? Can I, can I just? So this is this still blows my mind, right? You when can I talk think about of the glass, process. well, it blows yeah. my mind because. The thing we talked about before about glass being thicker at the top than the bottom, yeah. that's because glass was originally made in little discs, yeah. like little circles, like spun or something. I can't yeah. remember. Maybe you know better than me. But now glass, and then tell me if this is true, you get molten glass and you pour it onto molten metal. Uh, yeah, molten metal. Floating it, it, molten it, metal. It used to be mercury and now it's not. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but it's hot metal. You pour it There's on there. There's a really there. good famous picture of someone sat in the. the so it's called the famous called the Pilkerton process, and that did use mercury. And it's a famous picture of a of a of a, of a worker sat because obviously mercury is very dense, so you don't sink in mercury. You you float on it. Uh, he sat on like a river of mercury, like with his hands on it, oh, <laughs> like Lord. just sat like being drift drifting down like a lazy river. Passed away <laughs> since, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I mean this that is, would be cool though, man. Wouldn't it be cool? Could you swim in mercury? You can, but you'd think it'd be really, it'd be it's re you'd be really buoyant in it. So it'd be like if you tried to push into it, it would push you back out. So really. you kind of just sort of you, a tiny bit of you displaces. Exactly, the it's a bit like kind of just like like yeah. I suppose if you were sat on like a trampoline or something, you know. But you could swim in it. From, in principle wow amazing yeah anyway so, so the glass they float it and you get massive and then it's just cut to size right yeah exactly okay 
So like a swimming pool of molten metal <laughs> with like with like glass poured on the surface. Imagine how that must be a cool thing to it's look so at. It's so insane that it just seems so weird that that's how they still have I to totally do it. I totally agree. I think they could have a roller or something, you know, some kind of thing. Where I know they probably do that afterwards, but like some kind of thing where they they stretch it out, you know, they make it squashy. Like, what you think, like like you make uh, sugar? That's <laughs> the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Just think it worked out. I mean, it seems like terrible, like inconvenience to make a swimming pool full of molten metal just to get a sheet of glass. <laughs> well, if it works. Um, anyway, I still don't anyway, understand this tempering process. So th- this you? is how you do. So you, so, so you do exactly the same thing. You make your glass as you would do normally on your on your molten metal. Yeah. And then what you do is you pass it through. In the case of a in the case of a, the tempered glass, what happens is it goes through a, an oven where it heats only one side of the glass. Right. One edge. So you've got one a big side piece of glass. So if you imagine a, a, and you, a shape you of glass, put, you put the one end of it in the oven, basically. So what that does. As you know, when you, you get differential expansion, and what it does is it heats up one side more than the other, yeah. and it bows slightly because it expands. Right? Okay, so when you say one side, you mean one surface? I mean one face. Okay, glass, one face. I right? get it, yeah. yeah. I so thought what, I was imagining one. Yeah, yeah. So what happens there is that you what you're doing, and, and then, it, then it's cooled. So what happens is because that, that, that glass is actually, if you think about it, because one of the sides has been heated more than the other, it's under tension. It's under like a bit of a spring. Oh, right, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's all they do. That's all it is. So when you smash it, so so if you think about your glass to your car, that's 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 like a sprung piece of glass. It's a spring waiting to smash. Right. right. It's under tension. It's well, like why a do spring they do being that Because when you smash it, does exactly that. It smashes into those little bits, and you can pull someone out of a of a of that's a wreckage the reason. On the side. Yeah. So exactly. you want? Oh, I see. So, so you, you get tiny little bits, so it's not going to kill you with a massive and, shard. And it's true. If, if like in The Exorcist. Exactly. Or the end of Ghost. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze. Um, but if or you, or um, Brian Brown in. Uh, Cocktail, <laughs> exactly, exactly right. <laughs> Other famous people that have been killed by, by shards, shards of glass. glass. Um, yeah, so, so actually, if you do, if you hit, if you ever smash the side window of your gl- of yeah, your yeah. car and you listen, you can continue to hear the, that energy that's been stored in the spring because it keeps cracking, keeps going after it's smashed. Because oh what's wow, happening okay, because it's slowly under tension and you've got these lines so of it's weakness. Like, it's that like propagate. a coiled. No, it's not like it is a coiled spring. Wow. It's like compressing a spring. It didn't help Bruce Willis though, did it? It in didn't Die help. Hard. <laughs> Because he had to walk all over it, and it was still sharp. Well, no, that wasn't. That wasn't. That was. Uh, wasn't that? Was that window glass? It was an internal office yeah, glass. Yeah, right. I don't know what yeah. that was, but it well, definitely shattered well, maybe, in small pieces. Well, maybe because I remember him looking down at his feet, and there was lots of those little kiwi things. Yeah. Um, but whereas, obviously, in the, in the windows on your front, what you don't want it to do is to just to fall out. Yeah. Uh, if if if, a, if a, I don't know a, a stone chipped your windscreen and on the on the motorway. Mm-hmm. So there, what they've got is they've got tempered glass, annealed glass, which is just heat, heated up on the same temperature on both sides and cooled down. And then they layer it with like layers of laminate plastic yeah, in between. Yeah. And that's it's to stop more it. More expensive pop- process, I would yeah, imagine. That's yeah, to, that's just to stop it uh, falling out. Yes, um, of course. And, and, and make, to be honest, and making big shards, which would to be dangerous as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so it's kind of like got this kind of plastic netting in between each of the things. But what's really cool about it is it's just, it's just a spring. Isn't yeah. that cool? It's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Remember before we spoke about fluorescent animals? Yeah, I think you we, told me about them. I think yeah, jellyfish. Yeah. Um you can make fluorescent mice with some genetic engineering and I think you talked about some glow in the dark frog. You told me about the frog. Did I? You told me oh about the frog. God. So we said That's that there, wasn't, chock, there yeah. wasn't many yeah, it's <laughs> another chock working. Nick from now on all of the science shows will be Nick forgetting things. Every time things. Me wrong it's just another chock. Yeah. Um 
yeah, so we spoke about that, that it's unusual that there's not that many creatures on land that are fluorescent. There's a scorpion, a frog, uh, and something else, I think. Anyway, someone uh, someone sent me this, which is something in the uh, in the independent. Right. And they found another animal that's fluorescent. Really? Yeah, Recently? Yeah, yeah. So what just, is it? just quickly for, for everyone that, that hasn't heard the previous science show, just remind everyone what fluorescence is. So fluorescence is a thing that makes animals emit light of a particular colour when you shine light of a different colour on them. And it's similar, as you know, Steve, because you've done it. If you shine blue light or UV light, sorry, at a gin and tonic, it will glow blue. Exactly. Um, and that's and that's because there's basically something in and, and so some birds have been well sorry some animals have been using these as a way of uh, if they can if they have a slight sensitivity in the ultraviolet uh, then they can you know they like fluorescing and and, and they can add in no, sexual selection. I, I think people don't fully understand. That's, that's the suggestion. Why. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, lots of sea marine plankton and exactly. you know unicellular organism jellyfish fluoresce underwater, and it's thought to be either a warning or a way of attracting predators. Which is such prey. a get out. Basically, it means the biologists don't know. You don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Anyway, there's an animal. There's a new animal that's fluorescent. They've just discovered it. Is it a horse? Dude? It's not a horse. <laughs> it's <laughs> a bird. A bird. It's a silly looking bird. Where Where does the bird live? It lives in the UK. No. Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. Magpie. It's, it's a stupid looking bird. A stupid looking bird? Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a twitch. Pigeon? It's, no, it's stupider. Um, stupid? It looks like a real, like, it doesn't look real. Doesn't look real? And, and like, looks like it's a bit, it's going to, like, that it, sh- that it should have been selected out via evolution. In Britain? Yeah. Um, great Bustard? <laughs> no, more <laughs> more famous than that. Um, a stupid bird. This could go on a while. You'd have to give me a... It's a puffin. Oh, right. A puffin. I don't believe that. Oh, I've got a picture for you. So anyway, this is the story in The Independent, right? Uh, Puffins have been found to have fluorescent beaks that glow under UV light, right? So the person that found this is a guy called James Dunning, who is an ornithologist from the University of Nottingham, your uh, alma mater. You know what? I I I I think I know that. I've heard of that person. There's a great quote. So he goes... Uh, so this is so he's an ornithologist, right? He said, "This is this is a quote from the guy, right, from the University of Nottingham, uh, in the Independent. I had one in the freezer. I'm the kind of guy that p- people said de- send dead birds to. <laughs> <laughs> Gets better. I had a UV light because we do a lot of spider stuff in the lab, and a lot of scorpions glow. Uh, I just turned the torch on the puffin and took a photo of what I saw. Would you like to see it? Yeah, it would, man. It was go. a dead puffin in the freezer. Dead puffin in the freezer. Oh my god! Yeah. So that's the beak glowing blue under UV we'll, light. We'll tweet this. Yeah. Did he bo- did he bother publishing it? I don't. Do you know what? I don't think he has yet. It's more of just been reported in the so independent. So why does it glow blue then? No, I don't knows. know. Are you sure it's not just because it's been frozen? Uh, well, I don't know. The, the, this is the, the, the basically. There's not much in the the the, the story. It says the uh, the obvious thing with puffin bills, the bit we all know, the big beautiful orange bill, is it actually comes off after breeding season. Says Mr. Dunning. So they basically he's confusing people rather than trying to understand what's going on. But yeah, so that, that so on our fluorescence animal watch now, there is more animals. We've got the frog, we've got the scorpion. And now we've got the puffy. You know what? I might just start finding roadkill and <laughs> walk around with a UV lamp and just like shine a light on them and see what happens. Yeah, and so it's literally when this is UV light, you know, there's uh, like, you know, hotel inspector programs where they go in and just like turn on a black light to try it. It's exactly oh, yeah, the find same all as that. Of the mucky stuff. Exactly. It's just Ooh. that. 
but just trying to find animals that glow. Yeah, maybe I won't get a UV light. I might be happy with my phone. I wonder what he did with that puffin as well. Maybe it's not just the beak. Oh, God. <laughs> Nick, that's a shame. A podcast is done. Oh, never mind. Well, the sun is setting. It's not really. It's never been out. Yeah, no, it's it does, a really it disgusting does, day. It does feel a bit like a nuclear winter, doesn't it? Yeah, it's another one of those days when I feel like I want to just be in the pub all afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I well, feel like I want to be unemployed. I feel like I am unemployed. <laughs> and that I've, the first time I left the house is at four o'clock to and go and get some milk, and I'm going to sit down and watch Takeshi's Castle, possibly whilst having a couple of codeine, high-strength codeine painkillers well, and drinking to. half a bottle of red wine. <laughs> God, life used to be so much fun, didn't it? Oh, the days, the days. <laughs> don't do that anymore. Well, um, well, it's a shame you don't do that because you're, because you're podcasting so much. And if I could I, tweet about it. You could tweet. How, how, how would people find you on Twitter? At the Evans Lab. And I'm at Steve the Chemist. And we also have a, um, a, a Science Shed one as well, don't we, Steve? We do, at the Science Shed. Yeah, or find us on Facebook or on SoundCloud. They can also email us as well. Um, we are in the science shed at uh, gmail.com. Wow, that's high tech. Email. Uh, yeah, you're ahead of that. Do we have a postal address? <laughs> no, the, the science shed Free exists. post the science shed. <laughs> free post. I haven't thought about free post in years. We don't really have a free post. No. Uh, okay, well, hopefully people enjoyed it, um, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs>